Um, so just like Christian just asked that about um, Nathan's dildo hanging on the wall. <laughs> and so Nathan has a black pink dildo. I didn't know what this was. Okay. It's just really like it's not a dildo. There's two balls on the side, and it's just like a long black stick with like no. Some, it's a hammer. Some pink. It's a cube. hammer. I That's had what no it, idea. Okay, that it's was a hammer. hammer it's a it's a rubber hammer. Don't you see it? It's a hammer. So yeah, when we I, were, I had no idea what that was until like I saw a bigger version because you had the one on your keychain forever. I was like, what is that? Yeah, it's a light stick. And yeah. in K-pop, like if you're a fan of a group, like you have like a light stick and you bring it to concerts and it turns on and you like swing it around uh, into the beat of like the music. That's Sounds. weird that it's like a hammer though. Yeah. Black like, I understand a hammer. A stick. In the movies, the first time I saw it in action and you see it's almost like a yeah. lighter's in the air and it's like they yeah, all yeah. have their little That's dildos and they're waving their dildos in the sky and it lights up on the ball sack. It's pretty, it's pretty cute. <laughs> I mean, we already know this, but K-pop fans are pretty hardcore. Like, the phone flashlight's not going to do it at those concerts. Yeah, yeah. I guess not. It's like the thing at Disneyland that they thing. turn on, and then you have like it spins. Yeah, I know. What you're so talking they about. have like each group has like different iterations of that, and Blackpink's okay. is like a hammer for some reason. But yeah. Oh yeah. Do you have your mic set to a weird setting? Because it sounds like you're like you're you're getting toned down, like your voice is deeper, like on the mic. It's interesting. Can you talk for a second? I want to hear your voice. Yo, what's up? Oh yeah, that does. Yeah, I hear that. It's a little like I underwater, like oh, microphone it's... at a concert in a concert hall, like oh, wait. in a setting. Wait, wait. Do you have like a singing setting on? That's why, right? It's good. Now, oh right? yeah, now it's good. He was, was like, off. The bro, you sound a little too sexy for a second. Like I started getting a little hard there, and then like I was like, oh wait, it's because Nathan's voice is, you know, it's got that deeper voice. My going bad, on. bro. My bad. What were we saying that we were going to talk about beforehand, though? Too. We're talking we... about albums this year and like Bobby Tarantino oh, three. Oh, Bobby And then you had a story Tarantino about work three. today. Okay, said, okay, right? yeah. Let's so I was late. So I was late here. When did you get here? I uh, I was only here for like maybe ten minutes before you got here. Okay, I don't feel as bad now. But I thought I was running more late because basically, I like we're we're supposed to meet here at one or whatever. And then I had like a I forgot I had like a meeting set up like after hours, and I just was like, yeah, supposed to be just a quick phone call, just talking about this project I had a thing for. Uh, but then I, I answered the call and I realized that this is more like she's drilling me like like it's almost like a um interrogation for like the quote what's the word it's a negotiation so we're in like you know she's like I'm basically having to like explain everything to her like why the prices are the price like like the most intense oh, part sucks. of selling I wasn't prepared for it at all because she normally like doesn't even answer her phone or like she'll especially like, when you know, you're expecting to leave yeah and so I kind of was like oh, I thought it was just gonna be like a checking in thing where she's like oh we don't want to proceed with it yet like can we delay it but instead it was like final stages you know like this like yeah. was a really important call and then i'm looking at the quote and we're doing it's a security camera quote i know it's kind of boring but uh, it was security camera qu- quote and then um i thought it was we were using their existing cabling and so i talked like i had my head out of my ass and i was like talking like oh yeah we're gonna like use your existing cabling and i got it confused with this other project and basically i was just saying all the wrong shit like explaining the quote and she was like asking questions about. It. She's like, "Oh, I thought we were like recabling the whole thing." I was like, "Oh no, we're gonna use that existing cabling and use switches." I was because I got it confused with this other project. Really, we're running all new cable for the project, and I was like, and so I kind of fucked up. And then I had to like, I like talked to my project manager after, and I realized, oh my god, I was telling her the wrong shit. And then I had to like go back and like think of how to save it in an email. And I tried to like write an email to make it like I don't know. Is this just like? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that is kind of an f up. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. It's okay though. I mean, we all have those moments. And so then it was just like a it, yeah, it was it was like a kind of minor f up, and it was like it turned out to be no big deal. But like for a second there, I was like, and it's like it could be like a thirty thousand dollar mistake if it's like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like I'm not gonna buy like a security system from him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like one of those situations. But so you were able to like write an email and save it. 
I think I saved it. That's good. I think I saved it because I just was like, oh, sorry for the miscommunication. It's actually going to be. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then we're going to like do like a meeting next week with okay. our project manager so you could like save Sometimes me. I feel like that's great when like something like that happens, but then you find a way to save it like just yeah. in time and it feels like super clutch. I guess we'll see next week. I guess we'll see in the Zoom meeting if she's like, yeah. How, how she reacts but well, at I think that point you'll know what deal. you're talking about so i don't think it'll be a problem anymore. yeah well i knew I, if i knew it was a cabling project but it was kind of like effed up the way that mike did the quote because it kind of like looks like um there's nothing in it that's like a normal cabling quote like he quoted it like it was just a uh install and so i like read it wrong you know yeah well but it was really like not detailed so it's kind of just stuff, like man yeah. i kind of just had to explain things on there like oh what is this cost for and i was like right I think it's this, but I'm just going to have to, I have to sound like I know what I'm doing. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess a slight lie. I would say it's a slight lie. You know, you sometimes just got to, you got to sometimes just be a little bit more confident than you actually are. Yeah. Yeah. And then I fucked up. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. That's tough. I want to hear about some fuck ups at your guys' work too, is what I was thinking. (laughs) When have you guys fucked up at work? Oh, the time I like fell asleep and my arm was dead and then a the customer walked in and was like this hey, is churned uh, this is churned <laughs> i wonder where the guy is so you were asleep in the back that's what you're telling me yeah so um a lot of my friends already know this story um i feel like i've shared this before i don't know i don't think you've ever told me I that think, really i've never told you i this. think you mentioned it briefly but i don't so, remember at churned you guys have been to the back you've been to yes. the back of churned you've been to back yeah, churned. we've both been there um so there's that little like space between like front of house and back of house where there's no cameras. Yes, I know exactly. I, I was gonna say the only thing I remember from back there is that space. Yeah, so yeah. I know that exact space. So you know, once like I started opening and I was like the only person, and I just kind of got a little comfortable. You know, I started like bringing a pillow to work just to like you know just like <laughs> let my head. But get actually, some, I don't think I heard the story. Z's, I still you know? can't Crazy. even believe that you got paid as much as you did at that job. Dude, oh, I was, was making fifty up. cents less than Christian, who was like. Assistant manager at Chick Fil A yeah, or something. I was like a trainer or something there. Oh, Chick Fil A sounds so good right yeah, now. Yeah, because he was doing ten times the work and I was sleeping. <laughs> oh yeah, that sucks. So like, there. I I I put that pillow there just to like you know, just to like make the experience more comfortable because I was getting tired of just sleeping. I like, would bring a pillow too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. So one time I was dozing off, you know, getting some Z's. I was the only one in the store, and. Yeah. In my dream, I start hearing like some faint voices, you know, just kind of like some <laughs> chants. Your you know, mom outside your room pounding on the door. We all know that, dude. Some chants. In you your know? dream, it's like dun 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 dun, and then you're like, uh, like they movies actually kind of get that. So right. I had fallen asleep on my pillow, um, with my arm under the pillow, right? You guys have all had to swear. I like, do the that. Blood. I'm a face yeah. sleeper, and I put my hands under my pillow. Right. I wake up with my arms asleep. Right. All so the my time. so my arm, like the circulation's all dead, right, in the right arm. <laughs> I'm like kind of drooling a little bit on like the forearm. <laughs> And then I hear the, the the voices, you know, and I'm like, oh, what is what is that? And I'm like, oh shoot, I'm at work. <laughs> and then, uh, and then like I hear, stressful, I hear, like, dude, not many people have done I hear that. like That's a family, crazy. I hear like a family like chattering like in the dining area. <laughs> That's like, been the most oh, stressful shoot. awakening like. What ever if they were the there for life? 20 minutes? What if they were there for 20 minutes? I mean, they're the clowns who stuck around, so you know that's a them problem. Kind of on them. <laughs> that's on them, dude. <laughs> that's funny. Bro, you're just asleep. What if they like walked back there and you're just like asleep? I personally, why would they walk back there? I'm like protected yeah. by the like employees only door, dude. Like no one, pr- no one goes through the employees only door. You know, you could yeah. shout all you want, like anyone here, but like you can't cross that door. You know, that's like so then you. you that's felt safe you, can, you felt safe. That's my safe there. space, and yeah, you quickly like got up. <laughs> but and... I've definitely thought of that. I've definitely thought of that. Like customers waking me up. That's been like in my <laughs> nightmares for sure. 
Um, so that's funny. That'd be so creepy. They're like tapping on the shoulder. Hey, dude, I'd be like, shoot, what did you guys steal? And they're like, they're like, they're like this. You're like asleep. You're like, hey, hey, make me a fucking ice cream sandwich, bitch. As I wake up. No, for real, for real. So hey. like, that's so, crazy. I never heard that story before. So yes, yeah, so I. You I never wake- told me that either. Actually, no? I would have remembered that. Okay. That's so funny. I just told you yesterday. So so I woke. I, I um I wake up, and I like literally i'm like i you know when you get up real quick and like yes of course and like the world is like all black because the blood rushes to your yes. brain so you're kind of like your Dude, brain feels fuzzy yes. like I, literally it's like ringing, i understand right? everything so i get up from the chair and my head's ringing it's black i see like splotches like i'm seeing <laughs> colors because like you're like so out of it you're like my arm is dead there's like drool running down my forearm <laughs> and i literally like you probably look like shit so i run out like this like i'm gonna i'm gonna demonstrate it no one if you're listening you can't like see what I i'm can, doing i'll but, describe it i'll best to describe it so nathan is like, scooting back in his this chair print, this print is like the turn here right and like this is like the counter i get up and i'm like and i'm like, like <laughs> nathan just described my looking right arm, like a zombie my right like arm is like Ops 2 my zombie. right arm is like pre- pretty much amputated like because oh it's God. like the circulation hadn't come back yet <laughs> That's creepy. That just looks so creepy. Like, what's going on with this guy's arm? They probably think you're like, they probably think you're fucking shooting up in the back, <laughs> and your arm fell asleep because of a needle in your arm, dude. Oh like, gosh. yeah. So, so, and it's so dumb. So I was just woke up. So I was like, "Hi guys, uh, sorry, sorry about the wait. Um, I don't know what happened to my arm back there." <laughs> That's why I told him. You should have said something funny like, I think it needs oh to be God. amputated. For some reason, like, because like, in my brain, in like my 10 seconds of waking up and like all the blood rushing to it, that's the best you could come up with. Was like, sorry, like, something happened to my arm back there. Something happened to my arm and it's like flopping. You should have been like, oh yeah, I think it needs to be amputated. What do you want to order? And why is it like. It was like, I don't know. It was like this, like, it was like this Indian family. Oh, I just got bitten by a snake. Sorry. It was like this Indian family and they just like, for some reason, Especially when I retell this story, for some reason they just didn't react. They're like, oh, "Okay, like let's just order now." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, They're like who cares? I want the ice cream." Yeah, <laughs> all right, this one. Yeah, damn, they've lived through something then at work. I yeah. just, I've wondered like, and so in my opinion, like I've woken up like to a lot of customers and I've been able to serve them. So I think how it's many like times a- did you fall asleep at work? It was this a regular thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm bringing a pillow, dude. I've got the whole setup. Wait, so dude. the funny thing isn't that you fell asleep at work. That's like a normal. The thing. No, that's that's, that's not the consistent. funny part. Wait, what? The funny the part funny is that part. like my like arm was like flopping and everything. You know? <laughs> Wait, so you like this is just you telling one of the stories of you falling asleep at well, work? Well, the other one's like it was like pretty chill because like I'd like hear the doorbell because there's a doorbell on the churn thing when you, you were just the door. drifting. You weren't in deep sleep, and then. I mean, I, I'd like to assume I wasn't deep sleep. I mean, if I was, like, who knows the customers who have come in and we didn't serve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, I didn't know this, Nathan. So, you're such a bad employee. What the fuck? So, like, you're asleep in the back? Well, dude, I was just like... You're a savage, dude. dude That's you know, so it's like, funny. There's no customers. I'm like, yeah. you kind of just... Like, I guess you, I would You have, like, the... Bike. What is it? The like cost risk but like sleeping <laughs> risk value like weighing in your head. You're just kinda like, damn, I'm getting paid like two dollars fifty above minimum wage and like I'll just like fall asleep, you know. Do I want to <laughs> get funny. paid to work or do I want to get paid to sleep? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. a great story. I've caught it I've caught Me? it. I yeah. feel like, that's literally impossible. Have you ever even like Yeah, that's crazy. No, it straight up is impossible. Like trust from I I've been there. Do you want to hear a story though from when I <laughs> messed up yes, at work? Yes. 
So the first one that comes to mind, obviously, there's been times like I'm a supervisor at the Chick Fil A in Idaho now. Hell but, yeah! Um, What's like some of the responsibilities you have now? I just to... I'm in charge of like running the shifts and making sure everybody's like in the right spot, getting all their breaks done, stuff like that. Just keeping everything going smoothly, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, one of the responsibilities is at the end of the night, you have to take care of all the money and like count that deposit. Oh, that's and a save big responsibility stuff. too. So that's like you think Chick Fil A, all the drawers, you have to count them all, and then you're by the end of it have like several thousand dollars you know you have to count each one well there's a machine that you like put the um you put whether it's like coins or like what you're weighing and then you put it on there oh, and it tells you how much that's it is. helpful it's very helpful we did it by hand at chili's and then we only had like yeah. two registers and then we just do it by hand yeah so at chick-fil-a there's minimum like usually four different tills that we have to count at the end of the night yeah, from different people that's a lot and obviously there's been times where i'm like get home i'm like did I lock the door? Like things like that. That's never been like an issue. Like I always just overthinking it and it's fine. Right. But so I've this, done that too. Uh, one time it was when they were like training me in this whole process of like getting this role. Cause it was very early on since I came from another store. They were like teaching me this stuff as a team member. And it was kind of like just refreshing my memory cause I did it before anyway. But, um, so this one night we're like way understaffed people are like sick or whatever. They just called out. Yeah. Super busy, like I hate when that happens. We closed at ten. We didn't serve the last card in the drive-through till like ten fifteen, so we're like way behind. <sighs> yeah. And I'm thinking I gotta count this as fast as possible so I can help them finish closing the other stuff. We all get out of here, hopefully before eleven o'clock, because yeah, the um, managers they see the like what time you guys all left to, and it's kind of a measure in a way of like how good you are at running the shift. Yeah. Also, I want to say something too is that if the count is off, I remember at Chili's, like if the count's off, like it's a big deal. Like yeah. you have to like, report that to corporate. You have to like go through all this paperwork and like yeah. fill it out and like fill out like a the stolen thing, item though, report. Yeah. Chick fil A, like they make so much money, it's off like all the time and it's not that right, big of a deal. Like, I, if it's over like, you know, probably at like least in my store bucks, here right? is like that. They definitely are a little bit How off was there. it? But um, so what happened is I'm like trying to count it all as fast as possible. And then you put it like in this little. Um, computer and the thing with chick-fil-a is if you make a mistake with like the money usually like there's no way to reverse it and you have to like call like it support oh it I, right huge and the issue. system just saves it right away yeah exactly and so you have to put the amount um it tells you what's supposed to be in the drawer and then it has to be like within three dollars of that either over or under for it to be like accurate there's like that three dollar tolerance range and then you also have to put right below that there's the I think it's titled net discounts in the system, but it's basically anyone who had like a gift card, stuff like that kind of thing, rewards, different things that they scan and like it took the payment off. Right. So you have to just copy that same number and say, yeah, that like is accurate, whatever. And then, um, but anyway, what happened is I wrote the amount that was supposed to be in the drawer in that um, second. In the gift card Yeah, column. in that second box like so that. So you put so, the money in the drawer, the gift card column, so now it looks like you had like a hundred gift cards. So I don't know exactly how it like messed it up and the, the other thing, too, is I was expecting it to be because it'll tell you, are you going to settle this anyway? It's out of tolerance or whatever. But the drawer was off to begin with. So I thought that was the reason why it wasn't because I forgot a number or put it in the wrong spot. And I was just going to have to, like, talk to the person whose drawer was to begin with. But so I just, like, settled it anyway. And then I get back to the office to, like, go finalize everything. And then it's like, you're $400 short. Oh, for like fuck the whole day. It wasn't fuck, even, that's 400 bucks, dude. That's yeah. like, they're going to, that's like, you're but the, fucked. The reason was I didn't put the number, just copy the same one. It was a computing error and not theft. Like, yeah, that's, exactly. That's probably like, they're probably happy about so that. So I get yeah. back there. I'm like, at most, that's only ever off like a couple dollars. That yeah. Amount, if it's off like five, that's a lot. That's like, cause ooh, the, you gotta start talking. This the amount that it should be off is like just the 
$3 tolerance. And if you add up like all the drugs from the day, if they were yeah. all like $3 over, that's still, you're looking at maybe like $50, $60. So 400, like that's not normal. Yeah. Like what Jeez. happened? Did like morning screw something up? And then I finally managed to like figure out what happened and I was able to. So you're in panic mode at this I'm point. Like how are you panicking? feeling? It's like already 1040. I'm like, this is the end of the world right now. I was your heart's about beating to, fast. Yeah, you're like, oh shit, I just fucked up. Are you, were you thinking like, am I going to be first, fired? Is that what you were thinking too? I wasn't thinking, am I going to be fired? But right. I was just thinking, I'm going to yeah. have to call like my director of operations right now. And yeah. then it's just going to make me look bad because this is one of the first times I'm closing by myself. Oh, so, shoot. So you had the added pressure because you're like, oh, yeah, if they, they just, think I can't handle it. They move things like rocket fast there because they're supposed to be the whole system. As you start as a team member, then you become a trainer, then you become an area lead, then a supervisor. That's like the whole thing. And I went through that whole process in like a matter of like three months. Oh, I just want to say too, like Christian just told me the other day, he works at the third best-selling Chick-fil-A in the country. Wow. It's that's pretty insane. Crazy, yeah. So pursuing it, are that, you next to a theme park? Like, why is that? So it's next to a mall and it's kind of like if you think about our Chick-fil-A's that we have here, like that one in your blend is really in a bad location for oh, people yeah, that's like a seeing bad it in business. That's far off, yeah. So the location of the Chick-fil-A there is almost like, um, if you imagine, you know the... Like right next to the Bray Mall. You know the In-N-Out, like um, right next to like where Imperial Highway is yes, on La Palma? Yes, So it's almost like if we had a Chick-fil-A right there. It's yeah. like kind of, if you imagine it like that, it's just way in a better location. I thought that it would be more... I thought there would be like one next to like Disney World that like Yeah, would and be, so the parking lot's like set up to accommodate that. Yeah. I guess there's not though. Like I'm kind of surprised and my like... Because I know all the most... The biggest Starbuckses are like downtown Disney, Orlando. Yeah, I think part of it yeah. too is he's just good, like my owner, at managing knowing how many employees he needs and stuff to like pay. Maybe your for, town just really likes Chick-fil-A too. <laughs> So many people are leaving California and moving there too, though. So I think that's part of it. Like population keeps growing, but um, it's a lot yeah, of like Chick-fil-A. The store I worked at here was six million dollars in like sales uh, the last year that I worked there, and the one there, like we just did our first million dollar month. It's supposed to do like twelve million this year. So jeez, crazy. How big of a store is it? Is it bigger in size at all, or it's not really? No, they just like. It's just double as efficient. It. Yeah, and uh, their drive-through. That's crazy. Yeah, so like you know how they have like they try to do the makeshift like two-lane drive-through with that Yorblinda one it doesn't really work like the way it's supposed to. Yeah, we have it like all paved and like set up for that there, and I just remember the car count uh, record at that store was like 130, and then at the one in Meridian in Idaho we do like 250, like nothing every hour. It's like not even. <laughs> Wow. A difficult thing. Two fifty cars. Yeah. So Chick Fil A is like a good store for that too, because the menu, like probably like what, like seventy percent of people just get the number one, right? Like yeah, pretty much. It's, it's just like, just like In and Out. I feel like those are the two ones where you could just be like pump yeah. out cars. It's crazy too that like the issues that we face there are how can we serve the people that are already here more quickly is like <laughs> the problem we're having. How can we get these cars through faster? So and that you guys we can are already selling twelve million a year. Yeah. That's crazy. But so, um, anyways, back to the story. What happened? So I'm missing like four hundred dollars in the office, like on this thing. I'm like, what Fuck, am I gonna do dude, right now? I would be like, oh god. I'd and be then um, you can like manually change um, the amount that you put as like being settled in each drawer, though, from that screen in the office. So I started looking through them, and I found them like. I thought maybe it was like a morning issue and if it's their problem, like I just add that we write an email to the owner every night about like just summarizing what happened. If there's anything significant, like repairs need to be done, that kind of stuff. And so I'm like looking through all the drawers of like different people. I'm like, all the morning ones are right. And I'm like, You're like oh, someone would have told me if we had to pay a like person, like, yeah, a, like some sort exactly. of, exactly. So I'm yeah. like, Oh, it's this drawer. Like I just counted that one. It was accurate. And I'm like, why is it missing $400? 
Yeah. And then because like normally you wouldn't be able to do this because you would think, oh, someone else counted that. I can't like just say, oh, actually there wasn't that amount of money. But because I had been the one that just counted it and I knew like what I put in the system, that's the last drawer I did. Like, oh, that's why. And I was able to like manually change it. <laughs> really scary though for like yeah. a second. But it ended up being like fine. We got out a little bit late, but all the money was accurate and it was fine. Yeah, I would have <laughs> really been freaking stressful. Out. Though. That's probably so, probably my managers were doing that too. Some late nights because they were like back there with the money and they looked all stressed Especially out. Especially like counting it by hand. Like I can't imagine that. Yeah, I wanted to be done quickly too because um, I just do the money and then everybody else is like in charge of cleaning everything, stocking all the stuff. There's to break down the ice cream machine stuff like that. So I have to come up and check it all and like make sure that everything's good before they're allowed to go home. So um, if stuff's like not getting done or whatever, it was like a bad group of people closing that night too. Oh, so you had like, to like I'm already, them more. I'm already thinking I'm going to have to come up and do half this stuff myself after Shit. I finish this. But that's why that happened in the first place. Have but you ever yelled at someone or fired someone? I haven't had to get to that point yet. I've, it's but crazy. you can? Do you have the power to fire someone? I don't have the power to fire someone. We have like what's called points you give out. And if you get, um, I think it's like, six you're suspended for a week is like how oh, it works. so you're or in like the 12, system but you can give out the points and the points yeah, and kind if of you like get 12 then you're fired and like a no call no show for a shift is like three so i can just like oh, hand those out to people pretty much or like if there's how many points have you given out i haven't had to do that yet oh, okay so, so you're a cool man and they're they're well-oiled ship too yeah. they're well-behaved people also because like in the time i've been there it hasn't even been a year yet we've fired like three or four people so like they just don't mess around <laughs> And, like, I think everybody kind of sees that. And so it's not really an issue. Yeah. But, um, that sounds yeah. intense, though, to be like, oh, that's kind of a long tangent short. for that story message. No, but, <laughs> dude, I feel that, man. I feel that when you're counting that money. Cause then there's like, you know, sometimes there's someone who just quit that day and just freaking grabbed $400 out and booked it. Yeah. And, like, and then you're like, oh, obviously, fuck. if that kind of thing happened, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm responsible for that. I don't really know. Or, the, or you took it and booked. I'm just kidding, but you yeah. wouldn't do that. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you would be responsible, but they'd be like, what the fuck? And then, you know. Yeah, that's always awkward. Like if you have to confront someone about their drawer being the wrong amount too. And you're like, I have to give you points for I this. S- I saw it between like my manager and like the like waiters and yeah. they're like off like a couple dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, why are you off a couple of dollars? And it's like kind of an awkward because I'm like in the kitchen and they're in the kitchen. And it's like right going on. Yeah, right behind you saw me. it all happen. Like I was expediting. Like I heard a lot of conversations <laughs> um, just yeah. happen behind me because they don't even realize I'm there. Mm-hmm. and yeah that seems like a tense conversation to have like because it's kind of For like sure. accusing them of stealing a little bit you know it's like oh is it or is it not it's like yeah i think at chick-fil-a it's not that bad because everybody realizes we move so fast that it's understandable also you guys don't have like a, you guys don't have like a tip drawer so i i thought of like yeah. people paying cash and they're like oh keep the change like what do you got because nathan had to like yeah if they say keep the change we're nathan loki like shh, shh, in his pocket you remember that nathan yeah. well oh at chick-fil-a yeah yeah, yeah. Honestly, you're not like, supposed to like do that. You're supposed to take it out of the drawer though, because it'll make it wrong, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, I wouldn't have a problem with people doing that. I think technically, like the rules are, you're not supposed to, but. But it's like the counts off, so then yeah. Yeah, you can't just leave it in there because yeah, be yeah, wrong. yeah. So I just tried right, to. So like, obviously, you would never do that, and you would never take the tips off of that. Or if someone gave you a tip, you'd obviously do the proper protocol. But well, some, hypothetically, in yeah. Minecraft. Do you, do you uh, take the tips? What do you mean? In Minecraft, I took the tips. I just don't every, want you in to, Minecraft. I, just, I took the tips every time. In Minecraft, like, you took the tips every time because the counts off and they don't really pay me enough anyway. So you know. <laughs> so what did you? The do? villagers. In if Minecraft. someone says keep the change. <laughs> yeah, where I mean, do you put it? I don't have a problem with like 
keeping it if it's okay, like you're not my main concern my main depends concern. how much it is also yeah. but like oh nathan said that too what yeah, like it depends how much it is like if it was 20 bucks well yeah no one ever tipped me 20 bucks right Chick -fil -A, but i had like, a co-worker at my old store who found a hundred dollar bill in the drive-thru and he just kept it yeah well julian had the same thing with a co he was at the movie theater so yeah, yeah. Like, that's like the main more. concern is that like what are you gonna do though like if you turn it in no I there's mean, nothing you could do there's no I don't way think anybody's gonna call about that anyway and it's just gonna sit like in the safe for like months and no one's gonna do anything with it or someone there's gonna pocket it that's what i always exactly. thought was like management pockets mint so you know i never warned them yeah i don't yeah. see a problem with that either yeah i think i They're would tip the me thing. not management but at like, chili's in that situation yeah. though like i told him i was like because he, he said oh like you saw it too i'll give you 50 of it and i was like i don't want to be involved with that i was like you take it yeah that's nice of you but yeah i, I didn't want to like <laughs> just kidding because it's kind of a um you see, I see myself being there as like a while you know i don't want to be causing problems or like doing shifty stuff like that yeah so no um, the tough part is like i definitely err on the side of caution with that kind of thing well yeah because they're watching they watch security cameras like a hawk at the chick-fil-a when i worked there so well, like, my owner at the store there will just like he has to tune into his phone and he'll just like watch it sometimes even when he's not there that's what Ooh, like that's, that's the tough part and, like, is like catch people on their I phones wouldn't, and stuff i wouldn't want to like be pocketing the tip money like when they're watching the security cameras so i think that was my main thing was like how do i like exactly even if it's just coins like how do i put this in my pocket without them like thinking i'm sus right because obviously i'm not stealing anything yeah yeah but then yeah i don't know i swear management pockets that money though and that kind of pissed me off because it's like dude they're tipping like i've never me. found myself in that situation so i wonder like maybe it's because like because i always got date yeah i noticed i got I always got daytime shifts and like yeah. the daytime managers like cynthia and like janine <laughs> I hated their guts, dude, because they hated me. They were <laughs> such a douche about everything. Wow. All the cool That's managers funny. were... So you had beef with your coworkers? Not the coworkers. Like, my, my, like, the people who are, like, at my level, like, I'm chill with, but... Oh, like, you consider those manage... You don't consider those people your level or coworkers? Well, no, Cynthia, they're not even human, dude. They're, like, some freaking <laughs> AI, like, just miserable Cynthia people. Cynthia and Jeannie were directors, though. So. I always considered, like, yeah, my just, boss, like, I would be, like... Or my managers at Chili's that were above yeah. me. I would say, if I saw them in the streets, I would have introduced them as coworkers, kind of. Oh, I view, like, coworkers as, like, your... Your equals. equals. like, on the same like my, member level. For them, they're, like, management. Like, they're kind of, like... They're like the ops, you know? Yeah. So, like... Now, I'm like, kind of in this weird thing where, like, I became a supervisor recently. I became the ops. They... All well, the, the nighttime managers were chill when I worked there. Like, Christian knows that. Like, I love, like, Nick and Hannah and stuff, but yeah, they, they didn't were put me with them. You're they just, like, freaking like, name-dropping right now. They put me with, like, the 40-year-old, like, <laughs> Well, half those people aren't even dude. there anymore. No, yeah. But, um... They're out there somewhere. When I became a supervisor, it's kind of like this thing where all the team members were like, oh, like, one of us is in management now. Like, everything is going to change or whatever. And um, I'm in like this weird thing now where I have to like crack down on some of the rules, you know, but also I don't want to make these people feel like I hate oh, them. Oh, shoot. What does it feel? What happens if like, because you're a single dude, like yeah. who knows like who's going to walk through that door? If you develop you feelings about? for one of your subordinates, what I happens mean, at Chick-fil-A? Are you allowed to, does the heart want what it wants or <laughs> does the heart There's not like a stay at Chick-fil-A? specific policy for that. Really? Yeah, it doesn't. Okay. Right, because you don't have that much influence over that, right? It's like, because there just, is policy. I don't think for they like, care. Like, I'm just thinking of the office. That, Dude, that are your manager, the like, though, couldn't, like, hit on, like, a new hire, right? Or couldn't be with a new hire. Well, they hire. could, like, complain about, like, sexual harassment. So, obviously, you're like, not going to do consensual. that. Like, if it's consensual. If it's consensual. If it's consensual. Maybe, I guess it's okay It's there. definitely weird, but, like, 
I don't know. I've never found anybody in that situation. There's got to be really. a policy. That's so weird. Like you can't be like hiring someone and then like also a lot of us having though, sex with like, them. Well, yeah, that's weird. That's what I'm saying. And so, but you're yeah, not at like that stage. Power, are you the not? Power dynamics are kind of messed up. You're not. There. You're not at that stage where you're hiring people. Is what you're well, saying. I'm just not like at work to find a spouse really yet either. You've had crushes on people you worked with though. I thought. Well, yeah, but like, yeah, it's different now being like a, a manager. That's there. what I'm asking. So like now that you're a manager there, like. Do you find it difficult? That's part of why I remember how I told you at the gym the other day that yeah. like I don't have any problem <laughs> rejecting coworkers. Or so whatever. that's part of it too, is that like you're rejecting them also because you feel I just don't like, want to make work like complicated. Yeah. You know? Oh, I get that. So you're saying like even if you were on their level, you would reject them anyways. It would be a little different if they were like oh, on the same level as me. Because okay. like dating someone at work is a little bit I don't know. It makes it just complicates everything. It's obviously yeah. professional. I, well, if you're also and I've managing. seen people that have done it successfully and people who have really messed it up. Right. So it can go like either way. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would try to just like stay out of that. Yeah, if but possible. if you're like romantically involved with someone too, like couldn't the other coworkers like accuse you of like foul play? You know, like favoritism. I guess maybe I don't know. Like that's what I would worry about too. So people like accuse people of that just like with friends though too. Like not even that's true. In a romantic relationship. That's true. But yeah, so it's interesting to try and manage like all the friendships that I have with now being in management and being like above them because that's really weird to a lot of them since I like, kind of upset like the natural pecking order being like you moved there up fast. after like all of them. But now I'm like everyone's They boss. feel like they're entitled because they were there before you. Yeah. And like, I don't know, seniority doesn't matter a whole lot in terms of like the leadership. Obviously, like pay, I think is affected by how long you've been there. But um yeah, you're, you're like Gabe like in the office. <laughs> yeah, you're Gabe. Dude. You're Gabe. People did not like me when I first got there. It was like so you're literally Gabe. Was, yeah, <laughs> except you're not a simp. You're buff and you're not skinny like that. Like Gabe. I'm but. still a simp though. Yeah, just not. Gabe you're, was. You're Gabe a little bit like scrawny. Gabe. <laughs> Gabe was kind of scrawny. Gabe was kind of. That was part <laughs> of his Gabe thing. Gabe was buff. I remember when um, who's the girl that he was with? The, the um, oh, Aaron. Aaron. I remember when Aaron was like, it's like, be, it's like having sex with the skeleton. Oh <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. I hated Gabe something and about Aaron. skeletons. Like I really liked Aaron. I really shipped Aaron and Andy. They were like the best. They're my favorite. Bro, couple, but I then think. you realize the age Aaron's difference. So like when he comes back from the boat and he has like the full beard, you're like, oh, there's an age difference here. Really? Wasn't it's a little pervy? Did he just didn't he just grow a beard? <laughs> you I didn't think, think it was pervy? You don't think Andy and Aaron was? Pervy? I didn't know there's an age difference. I thought they were like the same. It was like 20 age. years. It, it was like what? Yeah. Andy, was it, is this confirmed? Or is this more lo- like just you're by like looking at them? That's why they broke up. I didn't. That's not why they and broke he went up. With they Pete. Bro- no, that's not why they broke up. They broke up because he was being a bad boyfriend. He was just yeah, like in yeah, his he, boat all day. But part of it was the age. No, I don't think they ever said age. Yeah, because uh, she was talking about like having kids, and she was talking about like well, that's why she wanted to be with Pete. When she started justifying being with Pete, it made a lot of sense to me. I guess there's an. I just didn't know there's an age difference. I always thought. Like, I, I don't even know, uh, but yeah. yeah. I think I kind of want to just look it up for a second because maybe sure, I'm sure, wrong. I could. Sure. I feel like I could be completely. I haven't seen wrong. the office in like three years so i might I, be wrong i, I, yeah. I interpret it as an age difference but maybe i was just looking too into it aaron and andy age difference how how much do you think it is how much do you think the age difference is mm, i think 20 years i think like five to eight years okay aaron is 27 and andy is 40 oh so it's 13 wow so it's 13 it's between it's us between, it's us. between it's us. us so we both were like kind of wrong yeah we both are kind of wrong Aaron is very young at heart, and she doesn't have to deal with Andy's midlife crisis when she hasn't even cracked 30 yet. See, so that was part of it. In season 9, Aaron is 27 and Andy is 40. Now, it's true that age is just a number, and in a lot of situations, it works out great. But Aaron is very young at heart, 
and she shouldn't have to deal with Andy's midlife crisis when she hasn't even cracked 30 yet. So that's like, the, yeah. yeah. So that's like the, the problem is Dang. he's having a midlife crisis. Well, he was also just being like a, that, I thought it was like yeah. 20 years though. So it's like only 13. Yeah. So it's not that weird, but that's still, eh, that's still, it's in the gray area. Yeah. It's in the gray area for sure. I get you. It's still a little off. What do you feel about age differences, Christian? I like for like my <laughs> own personal, going into that, huh? um, like preference, I guess would be someone who's pretty close to the same age as me. And right. I think probably within three years, honestly, I think the older you get, it's a little bit different. Like, age becomes slightly less important i agree like if yeah. you're 25 and 30 that's a little bit different but at least the age i'm at now because i'm only 19 like um honestly probably even closer than that like i'm thinking more in the future but probably within like two years of my age yeah no, depending I on the, the person thing. too because like when you people... see a when you see a 27 year old and a 40 year old together it's 13 years that's like how does that make me. you feel oh it makes you feel yeah. weird but, um, I think it makes me feel weird too. Is that fucked up? I mean, or is that, cause that's not, I think my parents are like, I don't know what their age difference. No, it's not that much. It's like five years, but when's the, where's the line? It depends on the maturity level too. Cause like right, right now there's um, been like 17 year olds that like tried to pursue me. And I was like, you were just way too immature. Like you, I could not ever do that. And it's illegal. And well, <laughs> I'm not going to be like having sex. Oh right, is it? That, but it's though. still isn't it still illegal to like mess around or no? That's kind of fucked. Is that true that you could just like as long as you're not having sex? I mean, I, that's like kind of that doesn't sound right to me. I mean, if you're with well, a my convictions like even further than that, I'm not gonna like. I don't know. We're not going down that path at all. Yeah, I, for, for me, of a 17 year old, if I was single and a 17 year old came up to me, I would say. Hey, no, no matter what, I think. I'm not even messing. I've seen too many fucking things to be like, even go close to that line. Yeah, I'm talking to like people that are almost 18. So, like, once you like factor in the whole like talking process, right. and we also are younger dating, though. I think there is a. To that point. Yeah. I think there is. That's obviously an extra factor, but I'm talking more about maturity. Yeah. Like, I think why so, that's kind of the reason why. Right. So, you think that the mind is more important than the body when you say it like that it sounds a little sus because like if you go by that logic doesn't matter like how old they are right uh, and also legality let's just say that yeah i still think like within a couple of years of my age right and you think that do you think that's going to change when you're 30 just mentally, like just like opinion, not obviously like in your personal life but like because yeah, i was gonna opinion. say i think at that point i won't have to really think about it anymore i'm hoping i'll be married by the time i'm 30 but yeah um yeah, I think, like, the older you get, like, my grandparents got married when they were, I think, like, 30 and 40 or something, because they're 10 years apart. I'd forget exactly how old they were, but that would be, like, really weird, like, the younger you go, so. Dude, I can't even imagine, like, how much it must suck to date when you're that old, you know? Like, I see, like, single people, and I'm just, like... I just hate the whole and they all like track. General. Oh my god! And then like you have like the like fifty year olds that like act like they're like eighteen when they like get divorced and like get into a new relationship, and it's just like. I was talking with my pastor so today, cringe. and he was saying how like age matters so little for maturity level, and like you see the things people are getting divorced over and stuff. It's like pretty childish a lot of times. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Sucks. speaking of dating, um really weird crossover going on as we speak right now Brittany and vanessa are hanging out are we gonna disclose this on the podcast oh my I don't give god a crap. wait dude i literally wait what wait, isn't that we... a weird crossover 
It's literally, they're literally just hanging out right now. Like, Brittany and Vanessa. We're talking about Vanessa, like the Vanessa that used to date you, right? Yeah, That's yeah. what we're talking about. That's the Vanessa we're talking about. Sorry to dox you, but yeah. And Brittany is the new single Brittany. So single Brittany and single Vanessa are hanging out? Yes. Dude, that's crazy. Right? Isn't that a weird crossover? Dude, just like walking into like I know a Brittany, bar. I know Brittany listens to the podcast too, so she'll probably like hear this part. We also. love Brittany. We love Brittany. No, I love Brittany. I love that. Okay, I love that they're hanging out because like I actually feel it's just like, funny because it's, it's just, just like so it's just random. Like, it's really the really random. random thing ever. Yeah. No, because I really wanted them to meet like when I was with her because like honestly they, they didn't have, like, meet when you guys were together. I thought I would I assumed that's we were how they met. like a week away from them meeting, but then COVID shut everything down. But the only reason it's not like just a coincidence they didn't just walk into the middle of the street and said, "Oh, no. hey Vanessa, hey, oh." I guess like they just stay in touch and maybe maybe even maybe even we should take notes on that. Maybe even like <laughs> take friends that are like friends of friends that you never got to meet or you just met at a party once. Everyone pull out your phone, DM them on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like send I think, them a well, DM. Well, there's I think theirs was a little more like specific because like when I was with Vanessa, I told her I was like, "Oh yeah, like I can't wait for you to meet Brittany because Brittany, I feel like and you would get along, and then I was telling Brittany like you and Vanessa would get along. Oh, so, so there you was were like planting a, the seeds. It I was, was kind planting of you. the seeds. I wanted them to meet. Um, so it's like a little different. It's like it's it's yeah, kind of it like if different. like Emily yeah. was telling me the whole time like I have this dude friend and he's like would literally get along with you so well, but like it just never happened. And then like you and Emily break up, and I'm like, you still got that dude's number i don't know it probably wouldn't be like that but no it would <laughs> be like something no, along it, those lines like it's like not just a random when friend you frame friend. it that way like it sounded a little bit more weird that they're no 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 it would be megan now. it would be megan dating a guy and then her being like oh i want you to meet my boyfriend oh you i think you guys would really get along for this way oh i think I, you should really right. meet my boyfriend right and then right. they break up megan and her boyfriend and then you met and then you get in contact with her boyfriend that's oh, what and then, it would and be. And then, like, I'm like, oh, you're actually. And you're like, friends with. You're actually cool. You're cool. You're guy. friends with Megan's ex boyfriend after they're broken up. That's the yeah. situation. Yeah. 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 That does like sound that. weirder when you put it that that's way. That's what I'm saying. That's, I don't that's know. That's pretty weird. Know. It's because you guys ended on good terms. Like, it's. That's the thing that's really shaping this whole thing. If you guys did not end on good terms, it would be weird. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So be like, that's the root of it. It'd be like, Brittany would be like, talking to the ops and i'm like what what what's up what are you doing <laughs> you betraying me now or exactly something, or because you and vanessa are on such good terms like weirdly good terms <laughs> like that's why it's um fine right yeah i think so yeah okay bobby tarantino three <laughs> christian what did you think about bobby tarantino three i feel like I, okay i want i can actually start from the first song sorry to interrupt okay. you but that first song that's like he just is like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's just doing the ad libs, right? It's it only like, like thirty the, seconds. The intro song, right? I yeah, the intro song. It's like oh, thirty seconds. There's an intro song, bro. Wait, oh yeah, it. the intro. He's it, like, there's literally nothing going on on it. I love that song. I don't really? know why. I mean, not it's the real listening value the, is nothing. The production was good, but I just thought it was like, why didn't you make a song out of it? Oh yeah, I mean, it's like this one. Hey, I mean, it's just like, like the I beat's so good. He's just like talking. And then it goes into like the first song. Oh, I don't know why. I kind of like that though, like how That's it started. It interesting was like to me that you like setting that the vibe. You it was, always say like how you don't like talking on stuff though. 
I don't like talking on stuff, but this was intentional talking in an isolated format, which I found funny because it, um, it set the mood for me of the album of like, cause you know, most people like the first song in the album is so important. And the first song like has to be perfect. And it has yeah. to like be like the best song on the album. Like that's like the standard, uh-huh. but he literally like flipped that upside down and like, like, you know, just said, Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. I'm just going to like set the tone. I just think that like the transition between like Illuminatro and Flexecution because it was like the same like beat just fed into the song was done better on that Bobby Tarantino and also like Grandpa's Spaceship which is a more interesting intro to me so it was okay but like yeah I mean I think it set the tone for me of my expectations just being like low like oh this is just a fun album this isn't okay. a serious album you know what I mean yeah that that's more what I'm talking about like I'm not gonna like go back and re-listen to that but I think Nathan and I both agree that the singles were the worst songs too dude the songs all were just okay every I was just listening to the whole thing I mean I didn't listen to it that much but I was like nothing really like overwhelmed me I was just like oh this is okay what did you think, Nathan? Um, the I only thought, artists where the f- the singles he released for it were the five worst songs on the yeah, entire project. Untitled and Flawless were good, didn't you? Yeah, I like the same. I like literally all the non singles. Like all the non singles, I liked. Like my thing, my favorite might be um, "See You, Space Cowboy." I love like that's the one that's like uh, blowing up. I thought that one was. I, that's the one I even re listened to. I thought it was it was good. I just like the beginning. Was like my bank got still on a hundred though. My bank is my bank is still on a hundred though. I don't know if you know. I, I don't remember. Got but, me nominated. Yeah. Never won it though. Yeah, yeah, I know that song. I don't know. I think he's like. Um, <clears throat> I think it was okay. That's what I think. I was disappointed. I think it's the worst. It's the worst Bobby, Bobby Tarantino. Tarantino but I think yeah. everyone would agree that I think it's his worst yeah. album. Actually, me too. I was about to say that. Yeah. It's like it doesn't even feel like. I would even put it probably under Confessions. It's definitely under Confessions. Because Confessions, he was actually trying. And Confessions, he actually had like some redeeming songs. They were like, like they were like, track and, and at least it was funny. Right. Like, I see like, was Mama funny. I see was good. Yeah, Mama Show Love was good. Homicide was good. And Homicide was really good, like, compared to yeah. this album. Like, like you could Homicide's, tell, like, there was, like, effort. There's no effort in this album. This, and album this effort was, was like, just, like, what the heck? It felt like he just made it all in GarageBand The aesthetic was really good, though. <laughs> I really liked the album art, and I really liked the... But it's the worst album art, in my opinion, of the three, too. The three Bobby Tarantinos. I would disagree with that. But I think that's just because... I think I would argue It's still that, good, though. Still good album I th- art. I think it's the best one. Like, if I was going to have, like, an album art on a t-shirt... It's the best gotcha. one. That's what I'm well, I agree. That. I would agree. Yeah. I agree that. Yeah. Yeah. For a t-shirt. I think that like the theming is good. Like maybe, yeah. If you just put them all side by side, it's less iconic. I'd say like the yeah. first two are more iconic. Cause they're more like, I don't know. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But this third one, it's more like, I like it. Like as like just even an image, I don't know how to describe it. Like just that three with like the, the zombie arm and the car in the back and it's all red. Like it was just a beautiful scene. I thought. Yeah. Like, I could put that on my wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, without even knowing him. I don't know. But the album, yeah, I was underwhelmed. I was more impressed by Billie Eilish's album, and it really grew on me. Yeah. Is it her best album? Um, no. Okay. Billie Eilish's album, her last one was, like, not... It, this isn't even close to that. But, I mean, it's actually kind of growing on me, though, I will say. So, maybe give it a couple of weeks, because I keep listening to it. Something Nathan and I were talking about is, like, top albums for the year, too. Do you feel like you could make a top ten list or not really, Tim? I have. I don't listen to that many. I, I used to be able to listen yeah. to, like... Because Nathan listens to, like, 200, and then he's, like... Even Nathan and I were saying there hasn't been, like, 
anything really that great this year though what came out though i mean i really like tyler's album i really like billy eilish's album there was nf's clouds mixtape oh, this fuck year. that album <laughs> yeah i don't I know about like, that dude, man no one listened to that all the way through did you even listen to that, that all the way through yeah we had yeah, a listening like party NF, though NF is like the on that Blackpink level, remember, where it's like I'll clown him, but I'm like low-key still listen, you know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyone want to see NF with me? Yeah, so um, my favorite album this year been Porter Robinson's Nurture. See, I don't even know so what that is. I need to check that out. That album's fire. And then number two would be From Me To You, Quedeca. Oh, I listened three. to that one, right? That's the one I listened to in uh, Joshua Tree. Yeah, that's number two. That one's just so, That one's just crazy. That, yeah, was, that, that one's, one's too crazy for my taste, I would say. It's like, okay. it's even like... But you could see why it's like... I, I needed to be in a different mood because that mood was like, I'm fucking out of my mind. And I was just like looking at like the desert and like the yeah. craziness. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, I don't even... It was just like, what the fuck is going on? It just felt like a, a wave. And I like was tumbling through the wave and I came out of it and I'm kind of like, what just happened? And mm. yeah. It was cool though. I like that album too. Yeah. It, it was a roller coaster. I yeah. definitely liked voice memos better though. I, I disagree with that. I think after like <laughs> this album's really grown on me. Voice memos, it was untouchable, and then like man, this one just kind of took the crown after a while. His beats are just so intense, and then they're either like vibey, and then they go intense again. And yeah, it's just like whoa, and I just feel like I'm like whoa, whoa, and then like <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. I really like it, man. It was definitely one of the best ones this year. Yeah, and I'll put Sour on there. Okay, all right. Sour's all right. great. So, so yeah, people Sour's can submit, up there. Yeah, all right. Sour's <laughs> number three, blah, blah, blah. All right, I won't give it too much attention. You haven't listened to Billy's or Tyler's yet, and yeah. that's like how. Tyler could be number three. I feel like if it's really on that level. I think Sour's I think probably top ten, though. Yeah, it is. So, oh, yeah, I mean. Sour's really good. That's it's just straight, not, That's just straight disrespect if it's, it's not. It's just not 10. number one on a pedestal. No. Yeah, let's just not, yeah. like, let's not get ahead of ourselves, you know. Oh, my God. Guess what album we're all forgetting? Because it's a, such an unforgettable album, just like what I was saying before. J. Cole's album. I was album. just thinking it when you said Jay that. J. Cole's album. Dude, I told you that in the last podcast. Remember when Noah got mad at me? Mm. I was like, forgettable album. How forgettable is that? What other we, time has J. Cole released an album and two months later we're like, oh, what was that? What even came out? <laughs> well, I was going to say that's like my number four, but yeah. Oh, so you had it in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in my head. Oh, you're just it like five steps on my ahead list, of me. But it's kind of like because it's there's not four. a whole lot of stuff that came out. Yeah, it's good. I'm seeing the album live. It. It's a forgettable J. Cole album. Also, I told you Nathan Lil Sky's album, Unbothered, would probably be on that list, but yeah. also because there's just not a whole lot that came out. I don't, I don't even think I listened to 10 albums. Honestly, yeah. probably uh, me too. I've listened to over ten, but yeah. it's it's. I agree, Christian, that it's been kind of underwhelming this year for sure. Yeah. Logics would be on my top ten because I don't even think I listen to ten. So that's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. like Lil Skies would be on there and like NF's project. Logics would, be on would there. not, dude. That album sucked. I need to listen to more music, dude. There's this like yeah. stoner playlist that I found though that like I've just been like shuffling and it's nice. I appreciate cool. it. Appreciate it. Cool. Yeah, so I've just been listening. I don't even know what I'm listening to because it's just like a playlist. And I hate that the freaking Google CarPlay thing, you can't add the song to your playlist. So, like, I'm listening to a song in the car. And oh, yeah. All I could do is you, like the you song. You just could like it, yeah. And then That's I forget about it. And I'm like, oh my God. And yeah, then you have to check your I, And then it's songs. like in like my thousand like songs, I'm like, it's somewhere in there. And then. Oh, I like that. Always happens to me where I start listening to something new while I'm driving. And I'm like, oh, I want to add this. But that's why you just really use Last FM. That's what I do. So you just I, use but that, stuff that app. I didn't like how it tracked me all the time. It made me feel weird. I'm really into analytics and stuff, so yeah. I love seeing that. Like, I still always make sure it's working for mine. And how much mine. battery does it use? Did it use none, a lot? None. none. It's it's maybe I should set with, it up again. It's integrated with Spotify's API, so it's not like 
it's just actively it. like i should yeah. just do that it's on its own servers so yeah you're right i needed to use that again yeah i didn't like it when you saw me listening to like my cringy stuff i'm just kidding but like when i was just listening to like brockhampton a lot and like i mean that's like how <laughs> that's how I like all listen things to stuff evolved. yeah it's like our, no i'm joking yeah. i was just i was just joking i'm not actually oh, okay. i don't i don't actually care yeah I, except for like you know my Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack just throws right. me back. The you know? sex playlist. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's just all I listen to. Yeah. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Yeah. You're just imagining, preparing before the deed. Yeah. After deed, you're just reliving it. Yeah. And Do, it just cycles back. One thing I've noticed though by recently listening to music is that like, um, I've been like preferring singing more than rapping. I feel like it's like. I don't even think that's a hot take, dude. Rapping is getting kind of like, ooh, you need a singer on that song, or I else think, it has to be a ten. Like I think Jack Harlow's like made a couple ones where I'm like, it's all rapping and I love it. Like, um, what was the one that was super famous? What's popping? What's popping? And then the other one, what was the other one that's like uh, really famous too? The new one, I don't know. Tyler Hero. I'll t- yeah, yeah, Jack Harlow. Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. That's what I mean. <laughs> His name's Jack Harlow. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, okay. Ty- yeah. Whatever it is. But those two songs are good. But then I've been like hard, finding it harder to like listen to like an all rapping. I get what you're saying too. I think the thing with rap is we don't necessarily listen to it because it sounds good so much as like we listen for punchlines and like flows and sound patterns, like rhyme yeah, schemes, things like that. I mean, I listen to it because it sounds good. I don't know. I do too. <laughs> you listen to trap though, which is like more singing too. But I also listen to like lyrical stuff too just it's just less it's like it's below like all the dumb stuff you know i think we can agree though that like the lyrical stuff doesn't have the melodic sound appeal that i don't want to listen to it it's a different it's a different kind of um you don't want to listen to it while relaxing if it's like that's okay i I really disagree if it's like um i'll give you an example like tyler crater he has an album on he has a song on his new album that's like eight minutes and it's just Mm. one beat and him rapping on it Mm. it's a really good story and like the first time I listened to it, like, oh yeah, like I had my head in it and I was like listening to the story going on and like listening to what he was saying and it was really good. But then like I'm driving my car down the road, I don't want to listen to the same beat for like eight minutes, you know what I mean? And like the 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 rapping is like takes too much effort to like listen to. Like to like think about mm-hmm. each word. You know what I mean? I I And then it just I, sounds like a beat for eight minutes. But you don't always have to like listen to rap that way to like try to consume every word like for me like um no yeah i don't i, I kind of see what that's Tim's like t- that's like a lot of why i listen time. to j cole to begin with it's just he does that a lot and i in my opinion like old school rap like that's like some of my favorite i guess like, i'm rap saying just to like chill out too i guess i'm saying also is like it needs to be more dynamic for me to like um keep my interest you know like the beat itself has to be a little bit more dynamic when i listen to rap this might just be because of the kind of rap i listen to but it takes like conscious like effort kind of <laughs> Because you have that's to like keep up yeah. with what they're saying, maybe in a way, maybe that's why. Yeah, that's you know what I'm I saying, feel. right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. If anything, sure. I've gone down the opposite road. Like I used to be like that when I first got into but rap. Like, Nathan, like every... you can listen to all kinds of music while you're studying too, and like it doesn't affect you. Yeah. I'm just not a very good passive listener. I think I used to is. be good at passive listening. I think I lost that skill because I used to be able to literally just have headphones on all day at school and then just like you know do everything. But then like now it's like yeah, I get what you're saying. Now it's like hard to listen to it like that. Yeah, I started out listening to rap like only liking like headlines and like forever. Like it had to have a hook. It had to have like something catchy to it. And if anything, like I've just gone further and further deep where it's like, like I could just listen to Illmatic and I, well, it is written actually is like, I like that album better than Illmatic, but 
yeah. like that kind of stuff is like oh shoot like wu-tang where it's literally just like a ton of members just bodying like a five minute beat like that's like as like raw as it gets like there's no they don't even have ad-libs like if you <laughs> listen to, if you listen to eric b and rock him boring to me now yeah like, no i, I think but I it sounds it took me like a long time for it to get like really cool so like, you feel oh, like, like it's like drinking whiskey it's like oh yeah at first it's like all the whiskey tastes the same but then like now you're developing your palate you're, you'd say and now you're maybe it's like appreciate. beer because i've only tried beer but it's like when you first get in the beer it's like really icky and you're like oh let me try like mixing this with like other stuff and that's like the hook and stuff that's like the catchy auto-tune crap yeah and then like but as you your taste becomes more refined like you start getting into beer and you get into like different kinds of beer so like I've, at this point rap like i've reached that point where i'm lazy about it bro like, i just yeah. grab any beer off the shelf and then i want it to go down smooth you know what mm. i mean and then if it doesn't go down smooth then it makes yeah, me definitely, bored i mean i also expanded the other way too where like that's why i like trap music too because it's like it's so catchy yeah you know you can't go wrong with like just some gunna you know it's just some good gunna and some wanna but even know? that like i feel like that even annoys me like the singing aspect of it is like so like um i've i've just been liking that a lot more like i've been putting on billy eilish and olivia rodrigo instead of like j cole and tyler the creator for like the new stuff yeah which i is, mean that's like i mean that's like it just sounds like you don't really like like rap then in general but i do but like it just depends on the mood but just like you know just recently for some reason like i'm talking like past like two weeks like mm. like pretty recent i'd say in the yeah. grand scheme of things i still like yeah. gravitate towards rapping too yeah i mean i listen to like a ton of different genres i mean i've i love k-pop because of the singing like k-pop i don't really listen to k-pop because of the rapping the rapping's just kind of like there but their singing oh my gosh is like so good so there's a lot of genres where i yeah i guess you could appreciate that too because k-pop is literally like exactly what i'm talking about like you don't even think about the words you just think about how they're saying it and like the melodies yeah their production is always like a1 you know so yeah yeah i mean rap that's why i listen to rap is like for a different purpose than like yeah i don't know it's not the same as listening to like r&b like if i want to listen to r&b and put on like give on or black then like i'll just do that but for sure with rap it's like yeah there's just way other ways to listen to it i was just thinking for a second too christian did you ever say how you would rank bobby tarantino three in relation to logic's other albums i kind of think the same thing as nathan it's like the worst one <laughs> would, would you say worse take, than supermarket because i know a yeah, lot of logic fans don't, I don't like... even like supermarket that much but i still think it's worse <laughs> because songs like bohemian trapsody and delorean yeah i still yeah. think are really good and maybe it's like a nostalgic like aspect attached to it that i feel that I, way no i think it, you're but... right I oh agree tim with you should listen to the feeling by logic because remember you liked you like supermarket i love and supermarket. he released a song that in my opinion is like a supermarket type song but it's better than any supermarket song really yeah what is it called it's it's like really low-key it's on like a soundtrack for like a tv show oh it's called the feeling by logic and it's so in my opinion it's one of the best logic songs like ever and he released it right after bt3 which is freaking okay, weird what, what is it called the feeling but I can't wait for his memoir. Did you see he yeah. released a little snippet on his... Um, I saw that. I saw that, yeah. I'll have to read the memoir after my I'm test. To my, <laughs> yeah. The Wait, when is the memoir coming out? I thought it was September. 
Yeah, but my test is in like October, oh, so I have to do it after a test. You're thinking so far ahead, bro. Oh, it's my it's my procrastination. You're like thinking like a month in advance. Bro. No, this is the procrastination. Your brain is like two months ahead of my brain. My two months. I'm only eight weeks away from the test, dude. Like That's I, I already mean, feel, the, eight I feel weeks. the monkeys coming on me, bro. Like the TED Talk monkey. But eight, like just by definition, like eight weeks is such a long amount of time. Like there's, dude, you you're not telling me everyone studies for eight weeks for that test. People study for like two weeks, one week. But they don't. They don't do good in it, you know. <laughs> you I can't cram for the LSAT. If anyone is listening, no one's gonna listen to take the LSAT. But if anyone is listening, yeah, you can't cram for this test. There's like literally, you just can't. Maybe Julian can. Maybe Julian can, dude. That guy's got the clutch gene, dude. dude I there's got to be someone who can wing it. Julian, I swear, is like the only dude I know who like might be able to wing it, dude. Dude, but there's like a certain level of like studying, right? I thought that there's a level where it's like you get like to your cap and i thought that like if you study even more past that like it doesn't even really help i don't know i mean <laughs> well i would think like it's just information eventually you can like memorize all of it right oh it's not a memorization test right i literally yeah. like know nothing <laughs> it's like a thinking test it's like a logical reasoning test and like analytical reasoning and reading comprehension that's super interesting but it's like so, a point like if you studied for like you could take the LSAT years, without any background knowledge you could take it with the LSAT, like without knowing like anything. You could just take it. It's like an IQ right. test. Almost. Let's say, you, let's say oh, you really, right. yeah, you don't need That's any inside, inside information. But th but then you're probably not going to do well in it. <laughs> yeah, you got to know how to take the test. <laughs> you have to know how to take the test. Yeah, yeah. you have to but, teach your mind how to think the right way. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So let's say you studied for five years, and every day you studied an hour for the last year. You would like be learning nothing, and you'd just be retaining. You know what I mean? But there's so there no like, like learning point. with the LSAT. That's the thing. It's yeah. like all like, it's almost like. You think you'd see improvement from year four to five of studying if you studied for five years? For me, it's like shooting a basketball. That's what the LSAT is. So like when you first pick up a basketball and you shoot it, like yeah. your form's whack. And then all like the, t all the study is just helping you like repeat and just shoot, like learn the shooting mechanics. But you, you don't like, actually need to learn the shooting mechanics yeah. to do well on the test. Like anyone could pick up a basketball and try to drain the shot, but it's only like the top scorers who've like are like Steph Curry and they've put up like a thousand shots at the gym. So when they enter the test, like they're making ninety nine of those shots. That's kind of what this preparation yeah, is. You can sense. never shoot like yeah. too many shots because so your like, brain what is. What scores like, are you getting like on each of the practice ones? Like how much? I haven't really. I haven't taken a lot of practice tests recently because I've been like trying to build that base. Gotcha. So it's more gotcha. like if going back to the basketball analogy, like. It's more like I'm not really at that point where my shooting form, I feel like, is perfect. I want to get my form down right. And then after I get my form down right, then I'll just start pumping out shots like every week. Like I'm just putting 100 sh shots you, uh, up. So you haven't done any of the practice tests though? Like you didn't well, I have. Okay, but, like, so you do have like a baseline though. Right? Yeah, but see like, how much I still feel like I can do better with like my fundamentals. Like I feel like I could still like my arm, my forearm could still be right. And maybe there's a way I'm gripping the ball like that's not right. So, I think with right. anything too, you can always be like better yeah like i want to work yeah. on my fundamentals and then i feel like it's not like sound yet like it's not airtight where like the way i'm thinking each but question like steph through curry is like, at this point steph curry can shoot a thousand shots right? but that's because steph curry's fundamentals are like down it's kind of exactly. like the can, top can steph curry even improve like anymore he's probably like at his peak right like he can't like improve more than i think that. yeah like that would be like those like harvard scores like the yeah. people on the outside who are basically scoring like hundreds on it like I mean, there's like really like nowhere left to climb. Like once you reach like 170, I'd say like 174 on the test, it's at 180, and the lowest score is 120, by the way. So like 170, like 173 plus, like at that point, you're like at that Steph Curry level where it's like 
you could just each additional point you're only competing against a couple hundred people maybe or a couple thousand people considering there's like millions of people taking the test and you're just like advancing yeah. like an inch maybe like you know is there like competitions is there like the top person who they there's no competition any, but like, i just the competition is the, the competition is like law school admissions you know yeah so it's like the sat i guess it's like the competition is like has anyone ever gotten a perfect score yeah people got perfect scores do like they every, get like full rides like guaranteed um well no because like there's more to your application than just the test but it helps a lot they'll definitely get full rides like at a school with a 180 for sure just depends like on the school but not any school i mean like i could get a full ride like right now at like chapman but it's like oh why why don't you do that because also they kind of suck you want to get a full school. ride though where, where what is your like dream like i so i'm trying to hear look into the brain of nathan well the dream's ucla but like yeah i would love to just go uci like if i could just go uci again like i'm honestly like that's already kind of a dream to me too already at this point but it's more like the realistic dream you know yeah yeah that's epic uci would be dope ucla would be insane ucla is like the that's like best case scenario that's like i don't know it doesn't even feel like it's i don't even want to think about it did you get accepted to ucla no i got waitlisted at ucla oh they didn't, they didn't end up letting you in yeah no you got that's still like pretty good to get waitlisted at UCLA. i got into usc that's you might oh, have been usc that. yeah. yeah i got into usc but that one's like you're not even going there. that's like expensive right that one's like yeah i don't even know if i'd if they accept me for law school like i don't even know if i'd like they'd have to give me a lot of money bro yeah because it's like 100k or something like that fuck yeah i'm probably exaggerating but it's a lot it's a lot of money yeah their undergrad was already like 60k so i can't imagine what their grad school level is it's probably berserk dude yeah usc yeah. private schools shit. plus like because like the public schools like use like uci they already charge 50k a year for law school so they're charging like a private school undergrad tuition so for like gra- their public school grad school so like I can't imagine what the private school grad schools are charging if the public schools are charging 50k, you know. That trips yeah. me out. Fuck that shit. That's for the elites, man. That's for like Bill Gates's kids. <laughs> Not us, man. We don't belong there. I'm just scared. That's why I told you I'm going to be freaking poor, dude, when I'm growing up because I'm going to have so much debt, dude. I'm going to have like, like 10 years, yeah, probably. <laughs> maybe more like 20 cuz like most lawyers make like I don't know, 40 to 60k, so I'd be like barely making a dent in that crap. Dude, if you have a degree from UCLA, you better not be making forty to sixty k. No, no, no. UCLA, you'd make a lot more, but that's a pipe dream, in my opinion. If I get into UCLA, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna happen. We just keep studying. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I ace the test, like I have a better chance, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. I think you just need to be more optimistic. You're such I a pessimist when it comes to this. Yeah, we both said that. You're such a doomsday mind. You're not like, I'm going to go out there and get the $100,000 a year salary. You're like, I'm going to get into a lot of debt and make 60K a year, but this is my path. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's, that's such what, like I've a, already accepted it. Yeah. At least I could buy my 86, but the I'll upper be living earners, on my trailer. Like the upper earners for lawyers, like not even like that small of a percentage, like like 20% of lawyers. The like, upper earners make like well over 150. Shit ton, yeah. yeah they so make like, well over 150. You can be an upper earner though. Like that's like pretty you attainable. Can't make, you can't make, be an upper earner unless you go to like the top 20 law schools. Oh, sorry. Which includes U- UCLA. Yeah. UCI is like kind of the border. I think they're like top 30. So like UCI would be like middle. You'd be like not really in like the 40, 60, but you wouldn't be like also making like the big money, you know? So you think it has a lot to do with the school? 
for oh i know it has a lot to do with the school 100 percent because it's like oversaturated right now so like a lot of employers are getting way too many two resumes they're gonna pick they literally just filter literally go filter uh cornell harvard yale like they just like they don't even want to read like the like bottom 50 schools wow they just want to read like the top ones because they have too many applicants so it's like how are you going to filter it out you just do filter by school i wonder why that is why is there so many lawyers because i don't know i feel like that's a good question actually i would i probably would find out the answer in law school but i wonder if it's because like in movies in like culture it was like idealized to be like a lawyer be, i like, feel like if anything it's idealized to go into stem right now yeah like everyone wants to go into stem because that's like all the big tech companies are like the richest companies but i feel like when we read like to kill a mockingbird right like remember when he's in like oh, the like house and he's like I guess, but don't they make stories about like every career like that? You know, like there's like cool doctors. There's not like even a lot of like lawyer TV shows. It's just all like doctors and like firefighters. It just seems and, so respected too. Like I feel like it's like doctors, lawyers. Like that's the sentence. Like oh, at least you're not like a doctor or a lawyer. Like that's just like in culture to like that. That's like the upper people. But Dude, there's no there's way? no shortage of doctors. I really hate to cut you guys off, but I just have to like be somewhere. Oh this, yeah, so. yeah yeah. Oh, oh shoot, shoot. Yeah, it's hour. I was waiting for the timer. I was waiting for the timer to go. I off. I didn't say I ended up saying a timer. I forgot. That's my bad. But it's been an hour. I knew it was uh, two thirty. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. just want to let you know. I think it was two thirty. I don't want to like stop the conversation, but but we are stopping the conversation. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's fine. That's fine. Sorry um, about that, guys. No, no, no worries. No, dude. no. Well, any last thoughts you want to say on the podcast? You're, go- you're going back home, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's great to be on here again. It's always a fun time talking to you guys. Hell yeah! I wish you could have gone longer. I totally forgot that was only an hour too, because I, I I figured we were going way longer. I mean, we covered a lot of stuff in that time too, but yeah, yeah. Well, I, I appreciate everyone listening, and uh, I don't know if you have any last words, you guys. I'm a... Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Bye.